And now Horn. Stewart wants it. And looks for Amakechi! Hello, welcome back to the Grand Old Team podcast. I'm Adam Partington. Yesterday, Leicester defeated Everton 2-0 to give new boss Claude Puel a victory in his first match in charge. Jamie Vardy finished a sweeping counter-attack and Damari Gray benefited from a John Joe Kenny slice to put Leicester up to 11th in the Premier League. Now, Everton under caretaker boss David Unsworth, obviously as you already know, Ronald Koeman was sacked last Monday. Uh, well, we remain in the bottom three. Uh, I think Everton were largely restricted to long-range efforts, but probably should have had a penalty when Christian Fuchs, nobody giggle at that surname, uh, brought down Aaron Lennon soon after Leicester's second goal. I am obviously joined by the ever-present Dave. It's Groucho from the forum. Dave. <sighs> Hi. Oh, just, that's that's my that's my version of hello. Just to where, sigh where, at you. Where, where do you go from there? I mean, it, it, it's just like I mean, look at the penalty that you just mentioned as well. When it's not going for you, it's not going for you, and it, we're down on a lockdown and everything at the minute, aren't we? I um I tweeted yesterday and I said that I thought we were one of the most unluckiest teams in the league at the moment, and mm. um, I caveated that by saying you know, I'm not <laughs> I'm not denying that we don't have serious issues because we do mm-hmm. uh, we have very serious issues especially when it comes to scoring goals and conceding goals two of the mm-hmm. most critical issues that you can have as a football team but we are also extremely unlucky and I did feel so sorry for John Joe Kenny and you know oh, what I found quite... goal yeah yeah you know what I found out yeah. I mean we'll go through the you know the matches yeah. we, as we do but what I found quite interesting about the, the John Joe Kenny's own goal and I've watched it again just before um, I started to speak to you mm-hmm. and somebody highlighted this on Twitter and it made me go back and watch the goal again and I don't think anybody went over to console him from you know mm. the the other senior lads especially you yeah. know looking at you Phil Jagielka as you're the captain um yeah. does that say anything to you or not or are you, do you think I'm reading into that a bit no too much? I think so I think it does it just don't seem to be gelling and you'd think that with John Joe Kenny being a local lad and Phil Jagielka being the captain and you know I suppose you can lump in Baines and even Rooney and with all that they all know what the club's about so why didn't they you know, I certainly didn't see it. Um, you obviously haven't seen it. So, yeah, you'd think someone had just with their arm around him. I mean, look at last, oh, no, two seasons ago, wasn't it? Do you remember when uh, the semi-final against Man U and, you know, Ross Barkley said, obviously, had gone down. And you could hear it on the camera, Phil Jack Yelk has got his arms around. Um, Ross Barkley going, don't worry, they're not booing you. You know, yeah. why hasn't he done that to John Joe Kenny? You know, maybe uh, maybe he did at half time. Who knows? We don't see everything, and I wasn't at that's the match. True. Um, but I think that the person I can't quite recall who it was, um, and, and and they may have only just seen it, you know, on on the telly like we did. Hmm. So maybe someone who was there would have would have noticed it. But Perhaps, something I picked up yeah. on. Maybe it's just the fact that everybody's just feeling so incredibly low at the moment. Maybe they're just um, all pissed off. Yeah. Maybe they're all just down themselves. You yeah. know, once you're in a rut, it's very difficult to to, to break the habit, isn't it? You know, when you're like, goes down so what's so the answer is well, I don't know well that, that first goal though as we'll just might as well stick on mm-hmm. the goals for a second uh, watch that again as well and um, oh, I mean that was a that was a really poor goal to concede because I think so yeah I mean it started <laughs> from 
it started from Baines's free kick. I remember. Was that the first one that started from Baines's free kick or the second one? The, it, I think it was the first one. Yeah. It was, wasn't it? Because anyway, either yeah. way, the, Gray broke on the edge of their bro- yeah. box and and I think got past Tom Davis, could have hacked him down. Then mm. um, I think he went past Garner, and that was really again really sloppy from Garner, and then past Rooney, and he had three attempts to probably put a stop to that. And then he fight gets himself into position, and our shape's completely gone. Uh, mm-hmm. Gray, and he, he you know he, he's got an opportunity then to whip it across the the face of the goal. What were your thoughts on that first goal? Uh, just poor goals to give away. It's almost they're doing the basics wrong. And I think when you, you're in this situation, it's typical. Of the way the season's gone, it's just the basics. That you, when you when your head's gone down and it's not going for you, do the basics right. Pass to your own team player. Don't give it away. Keep the ball. You know, it's just simple things like that. And it just it it's it seems to be typical of the way the season's gone. The looks down, the heads down. Uh, it, it, what do you do about it? I don't know. But it, it's just the season in a nutshell. I think those two goals that we let in. You know, and an own goal like that as well. I mean, obviously the last being unlucky. No one wants to to score an own goal, but it's it, it's difficult to see an end to it at the minute. That's it, and it because we're in the eye of the storm at the moment. And I wrote a post yeah. on the forum yesterday, and um, I just finished watching. I got back. And then I had to, uh, being a good good house husband now, obviously I had to do a bit of ironing. <laughs> and um, I just went on YouTube and I was having a little look around for some stuff. And, and I found yeah. um, somebody had put up, uploaded the clip of Andy Gray and Allardyce talking about the match for oh, yeah. that BN Sports they do. Yeah. And, 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 and I listened to Allardyce and he, he diagnosed the issues, to, you know, to a T. Spot on. Yeah. yeah and, he, and he spoke of a man who'd been in that situation before and somebody who probably would know how to deal with it. And then I went onto the, the forum, you know, and I said, I think I've changed my mind a little bit. You know, I don't know whether yeah, or not. Well, I'm glad you said that because I've been uh, saying to myself all day, do we really want Allardyce? I don't know. You know, we might be all right. You know, no, I couldn't have No, I don't know. You know, we might be all right. That's exactly what I. With that in the head today. Dave, but is, though, he's, he's the best person to do what we want him to do. I know, I know, but I'm now back at maybe it's because we're in the eye of the storm at the moment. Things well, aren't exactly. that bad. And it comes with a bit of a caveat that because yeah, it's it's not great at the moment, but it is only October. I don't think we need to panic, but at the same time, I think we need some sort of positive action. Um, I, I think with uh, it's unfair to blame Unsworth. I think for for Sunday as well because I mean he didn't get the club into this mess. No. He's, you know, he, he's gladly trying to clean it up. Um, I don't who who do you blame? It depends on how far back you want to take it. Could you take it all the way back to when Moyes left and made Jagiel captain? You know, Martinez, okay, has a great first season. Went down after that. Did is that where the rot set in, or do you go more recently? Do you go to to Koeman and the a glaring omission? at the minute, is that there's no striker. You know, OK, yeah, we're letting goals in. But that wouldn't be so bad if we were scoring more. And we're not. So I th- I think the in the immediate problem that we've got, I think it's very much whoever was responsible for not bringing a striker in. Coleman, Walsh, the board. We don't really know who it is, do we? Maybe that was part of the problem. Maybe none of them knew which one was responsible for getting a striker. Whoever didn't get a centre-forward in, I would say we're up to them at the minute. That's um, where I fall. But, I, I, I've got to lay yeah. the lay the blame at both of their feet for that because yeah, 
you know, it's evidently they had the money. It, it, it can't be that we can look at it and go, well, you didn't have any cash to spend because they did. Um, mm-hmm. And to, you know, the, had the, well, the, the it, It's summer. almost ironic, isn't it, that, you know, throughout Moise era, that we were great at the defence and, you know, we had Yakubu and Andy Johnson at various points and no money. And now we've got tons and tons of cash mm. and we look like we might as well just feel an actual onion. We couldn't do any worse. You know, it's <laughs> well. We're it, dependent. We're dependent on Dominic Carvert Lewin, who's yeah. You know, just a young lad. And, and I'm, not, I'm not having a go at the players about that. You know, I mean, it, for whatever reason, the Reds have gone down and it's not working for them. But uh, yeah, it's, it, it's almost unfair on the lad to try and ask him to to, to be. He was bought as a, a under twenty three player, wasn't he? I mm. think he. I don't think he was meant to go in the first team this early. I know we got a couple of chances last season. But, you know, he hasn't scored in the league this year. As you know, he scored in a couple of the uh, cup games. But it's the league that's your bread and butter, isn't it? You know, that's where and, we and need them all to do it. Well, Two and, players have scored for us in the league, haven't they? I know. And Nias. I know. And that's mm. that's frightening. And we, we'll, we'll have a little chat about Rooney in a second. But, mm-hmm. you know, when you talk about the league being bread and butter, this is where I start to... My little dial starts to swing over to Sam Aldice. Because I'm yeah. like... I'm like... You know, we we can't. This club cannot get relegated. We can absolutely not get relegated. No. And it would be a disaster. And Total I, disaster. Although, again, we are in the eye of the storm at the moment, and and I think you can get a little bit caught up in it. And mm-hmm. maybe if we think about it critically, we can say, um, well, you know, we'll, we'll if we've got some good players to come back in this the form of Coleman. However, you know, he'll be and Yannick Balassi, mm-hmm. and then you know you'd like to think in January we'll be able to go out and, and strengthen. We can certainly bring in another centre off. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be very hard to find a centre forward. We've got the lad on loan at Anderlecht as well, who sounds well, like he might see, come it back. It depends in. who you ask. Some people are saying yes, he can come back. Some people are saying no, he can't come back. I think he would fix a few problems if he did, but. I don't even know if is he eligible. Well, uh, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not too sure. I mean, he's an unknown quality and quantity yeah. in himself. But I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the point I'm making is it, it it seems the worst thing in the world at the moment. Mm. But you know, if you do think about it a bit more, so you know, in a sober manner, mm-hmm. then you think we'll probably will be okay. But there is still a danger, Dave. I mean, you know, you, mm-hmm. you, you look at it now and you think we're, we're in we're into November. And we're in the bottom three. I mean, how on yeah. how on earth are we here, mate? That's the oh, such a great transfer window, and it's only what a couple of months since it's shut, and, and look how far we've fallen. You know, it's uh, it's it, it, well, it's a funny old game, you say, isn't it? You know, it is absolutely, and, and you know, you could say it's very symbolic of, of Everton sometimes mm-hmm. um, to to make the spend that much cash and be worse than they were. Yeah. Um, um, I've got a little bit of maybe of a controversial opinion on Wayne Rooney, and I was having a chat with someone on the forum about this mm-hmm. on GrandOldTeam.com, and I, I, um, I feel that he's being made a bit of a, a scapegoat at the moment. Now, I do think yeah. that he was, he was, he wasn't great yesterday, and he was a little bit sloppy, and I think at mm-hmm. times he does obviously try and do too much. But I, I mean, he's I think still he the nail on the head there. He's trying to do too much. I think he wants to be some sort of Roy of the Rovers for Everton, which is admirable in a way. You know, obviously he left to Man U and he's come back here. You know, desperately wanting to do something here, mm. and I think that in some ways is working against him because he's trying to do too much. And then when he's going back into the, in some ways, it's it, it's down to him that we're losing the shape a tiny little bit because he's going back, and then he's like in midfield or in defence when he really should be up front, and then there's no one there, and you know, I, I wouldn't place all the blame on his shoulders. I do think perhaps maybe he's uh, 
he is like you say he is a scapegoat for some people I'm not sure I, I would uh, I, I'm sorry I, I don't think I, I would blame him for, for, for the, the problems that we've got um, certainly not solely on him no I don't think anybody's blaming you know putting the sole mm. focus on, on Wayne Rooney that would that would be terribly unfair if you were to do that but what I think I'm at the point I'm making is um I don't think, one, I don't think Wayne Rooney expected to play as much as he's played, or we would, no. in an ideal world, have utilised him in the way that we have as frequently as we have. You'd hope mm-hmm. that we'd have brought in enough quality, you know, we'd have brought in that centre forward, Sigurdsson would have settled and been playing in that number 10, um, you know, and we'd have had other players as well that we potentially would have brought in, and Wayne Rooney would have been just the cherry on the top that we could either yeah. start in games and bring him off when he gets tired, or bring him on, you know, if we need somebody to change it with those little... Because, I mean, it's it's there's absolutely no doubt and his vision and stuff is fantastic the two he's put two balls in for, for uh, Lennon I think it was in the first mm-hmm. half that were terrific one of them led to obviously the, the penalty shout um, mm. and then not long before he got took off he did something else as well where I thought oh that was that was quite good and, and, and I think you know the fact that the fella is our top goal scorer now um, I, I just feel that sometimes you know because of the history that we've got with Wayne Rooney I, I, I sense that when I read some of the stuff that's written online and that I think are we just kind of hanging him out to dry and, and I think it's a little bit unfair and you know, if without him, we'd there's two players this season, we'd be in even more trouble. Jordan Pickford and Wayne Rooney, and um, yeah, you know what I mean. Without those two, we'd be in even more trouble. Exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah, I, 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 you know, it's one of them. But what, what? An interesting observation. Oh, go on. Sorry, no, go on, mate. Go on. Do you think maybe he's suffering a little bit from not having the players' quality around him here that he did at Man United? I know. Well, I know on paper we've got some really good players, but they were used to, you know, your opinion, being near the top of the league and that. And all of a sudden, he's at Everton where, yeah, OK, we know where we want to go. Not quite at that level yet, obviously, but you can see, <laughs> just look at the Premier League table. And maybe he's expecting people to do runs where they can flick it on. And, and where does those players with the team doing that at Man U? They're not here. So that, that might just be another reason for for his performances maybe I don't know yeah probably I, I mean yeah I, I, I don't know I don't know it's a tough one I, I don't as I said you know for me I, I don't think that he's has been as bad as some people have made out I, I accept oh, no, that he, no, I, I agree. he's been a bit sloppy in possession at times but I think again it's the whole thing it's kind of similar to some of the criticisms that get levelled at Ross Barkley in the sense that because he tries maybe passes that other players don't try He's therefore more likely to to give the ball away, and I think that's what yeah. gets focused on. But I'm not, I, no, I'm not making excuses for him. He has mm. been poor at times, and mm-hmm. you know it's debatable whether yesterday he, you know, he was the lad to come off. Um, he didn't seem very yeah. happy with it. I, I personally would have probably left him on, but still, mm. that's what I. But one, one other observation that I wanted to make was the um, the exclusion of players like Klassen and Sandro. And, and Vlasic, um, yeah, Vlasic, Vlasic wasn't even in the squad, was he? Uh, I don't know what the situation is with um, Michael Vincent Keane. I don't know what, what He's the deal. Injured. He, he tweeted something from hospital bed. I thought he was injured, so uh, that would explain. When I saw Williams in the starting line-up, I thought, aye, aye, what's uh, Unsworth gone? But not to you, but now he's uh, injured, so I think that's him. Obviously, doesn't think that uh, Mason Hall gets ready for centre-back pairing with um, Jagielka yet, but no... Keane's injured. See now, okay. Keane aside, then the other two. It, I think that in itself is just pretty petrifying. The fact that you know we went out and, and we saw these lads as, as really good additions, 
and you know Sandro has just been non-existent. I'd, I'd make a, probably make a better case for Davy Classen than Sandro from what we've well, seen of him. What, what's Sandro for? You know, I mean, what does he do when he's on? I mean, uh, we, we've hardly seen him mm. for the start, and he hasn't scored yet. You know, whether that's you know supply of the ball up to him, I don't know. But it's I know it's a funny one, isn't it? His confidence must be absolutely shattered, you know. Oh yeah. To so not oh, be yeah. even included in the squad, I think is mm. um, I th- the, the the chances are then there's there's something that's not quite right there. Maybe he hasn't yeah. settled. Um, I don't know, mate. But that that I, I thought about that and I thought that that in itself, I think it shows you, you know, the issues that was, speaks to the issues that we've got. You know, we brought mm. in these lads for a reason, and yeah. they're not even in the squad, and 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 that's that that's pretty that's pretty concerning. Um, I'm sure you're aware of these comments that Barton's made about Unsworth. Then, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, criticise people by all means, but there's no need to make it personal, you know. And and if of all people should know what it's like to mm. have people have a go at you personally, you know, I'm sure he can't have enjoyed it. Um, but. I wouldn't take too much notice of him. He's probably just trying to get himself back in the the, the, the limelight, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, I yeah. So I, when I saw people tweeting about it, I mean, I wasn't listening to it. I heard mm. a little bit of him this morning on Talk Sport. Uh, a mate of mine WhatsApp me and said, like, Spartans, you know, he's getting a bit of stick off the Evertonians here, and uh, uh, you know, I tuned in, and yeah, he, he's a controversial type guy, and he does say what he thinks, but. Um, I, I just I just wanted to get your thoughts on it. I, you know, I was pretty. It, it's not surprising because it's Joey Barton. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised he had to go to Everton. No, if I know someone who claims to be an Evertonian. I know this is the thing. Something like that. And um, Neville, don't know if you saw Neville Southall on Twitter. He had a good point actually. He replied to it. He said, "Would you have made this? You know, just because Unsworth may not be able to do great big 25 yard runs and that in training and ask them to." What would have happened if David Dunsworth had been in a wheelchair? Yeah, he couldn't run then. But would you be giving him stick? You know, yeah. it's it, it's silly, isn't it? You know, okay, he obviously can't be as fit as the rest of them because you know he he's not a player anymore. You know, he's older. That happens. But no, it's, it's just Joey Barton. Not that I'm excusing it, saying oh that's just Joey Barton, but it's it's what you come to expect from from him, isn't he? Do you think there is an element though with Unsworth where? You know, because Joey Barton said something this morning about how he thought that you know some of the players may not have the confidence in him because he's come from the under twenty ones, and obviously he brought his weight into it as well. But at that to one side, do you think there might be an element with some of the more senior players? And this was a concern that we actually flagged, wasn't it, about Unsworth that they'll mm-hmm. maybe look at him and go, um, you know, who I'm not really too sure why. So someone like Wayne Rooney, for example, he may look yeah. at Unsworth, even though he, you know he's, he's probably his friend, and it, but he might think like oh, you haven't got the have you? Do you know? I mean, it's that that confidence thing. Yeah. Whereas with someone, but then again, I'm I'm probably going against my I, I own. W- I would I would hope not because I think uh, I think Wayne Rooney was a teammate of his at one point, wasn't he at, at Everton? Yeah. Um, so I would I would I would hope not. I would think that they would look at him and say, right, okay, you know, the last fella didn't work out. He is unsworth at least temporarily to try and get us on the straight and narrow. So I mean, if if they do look at unsworth and think, oh no, what are you doing here? I think that I would think that would reflect poorly on the players, but then that's just conjecture, isn't it? You know, you never know. Yeah, no. We, I mean, what we're, I was we're not in about, Finch Farm. What, yeah, what I was just about to finish that point with is actually, you know, ironically, Ronald Koeman has this glowing CV, um, yeah. and you know, we all know how that went. So 
You know what I mean? I suppose, yeah. but it is, it is it is a bit of a concern because you want somebody to come in with that um, that pedigree almost, and and obviously you know because Unsworth wasn't well, he wasn't evidently the best footballer around. At, he was not a bad footballer, I, I don't think, but you know he, he wasn't somebody who went on and won you know lots of trophies mm. as, as a player, and then hasn't had a senior management job yet. Do you know what I mean? I, that that just oh, was yeah, the concern it, uh, that we had about I mean, him. You could see that maybe you look at his CV and you'd think, well, you know, you've you, you've won, you've been all right at the under twenty three level. How are you with you know grown men, as it were? But I don't know. Someone you've got to get given a chance somewhere, haven't you? I think, um, yeah, I'm still desperate for him to work for him. And one thing I would say is, you know, he has only been in the job seven days. He's had two tough games in that time, and it's probably not a it probably would be beneficial for everybody if people didn't doubt him at this point or go in too hard on him i mean that would be extremely Mm. unfair you wouldn't do that to anybody else in any other profession would you really or anything you do in life you know i've done it for a week why aren't you why aren't you top of the league exactly exactly and i think he's tried different things and he's learning as well the only issue well the big issue that we've got is we can't afford to go through because of the position we're in now you know we, we can't really afford to have somebody learn on the job and that would that would speak to the fact that we may need to go out and, and get somebody with well, that pedigree yeah. and you that, know that, i know we that did a negative to his, his claim isn't it you know he, he hasn't got the experience so would he be the right man in the long term no yeah of course and um, I know that we went over this last time, Dave. But I wanted to update you on the manager odds. I'm on a, a website. Oh, called, right. I wanted. To, I, I'm on a website called thesackrace.com. Have you ever been on this before? <laughs> no, I haven't. It's no. good. It's really good to be fair. And it, and then you know, obviously, it it outlines all the the jobs that are available, potentially could be available, and then it brings in the the best odds for all of them. So, um, Sean Dyche is at four to one at the moment to take over. I don't know if you've seen Carragher's comments tonight. Have you seen any of Carragher's no, comments? I no. Carragher thinks that if Everton offers Sean Dice a job, then he should take it with both hands, and it would be extremely hard for him to to turn down a club like Everton. And I've, I've seen some Burnley fans, you know, <laughs> piping up saying, "Why, <laughs> right. why on earth would he want to leave uh, Burnley for look, lads? Everton could be playing in the fucking Vauxhall Conference, and Everton would We'd still be still a better. Be than yeah. yeah, this is what pisses me off about supporters yeah. of clubs like Burnley. And you know, it was a shame. With- it with Southampton when we got Coleman, didn't we? You know, why has he gone to you? Well, yeah. because we've won the league nine times, etc. Exactly, and, and you haven't. And it's yeah. going to take about fifty years of Everton being in Division Three and Southampton being mid-table in the Premier League before it would become a better proposition. I'm sorry, Absolutely. it's just the way it is. Like, there's a hierarchy Absolutely. in football. It's like, unfortunately, <laughs> Everton lose players to Manchester United because guess what? Manchester United are one of the biggest clubs in the world. Well, Everton, are, you know, if you want to go down that road, Everton have got far more stature. I, I, it really annoys me, this does, because I have it a lot. I have it sometimes with Stoke fans as well. When they got, when they got, you know, when they finished above us two seasons of you know, for two seasons yeah. in a row, whatever it was, yeah. and they'd give it the old because uh, Mark Hughes got linked with the Everton job, and I was like, one, I don't want fucking Mark Hughes mm-hmm. anyway. But two, if Everton coming for Mark Hughes, doesn't matter if you finished above us two years in a row, I, I, he's coming to Everton. That, it's, that's just the way it works, lads. So pipe down. Yeah. But so Sean Dice for me um, uh, is well, I, well, I'm not. Well, I don't know why I said for me there because he's he is four to one. I, he's he's not my first choice. Of course he isn't, but I'm not. Again, I don't know about you. I've kind of drifted towards that that safe pair of hands a little bit. Allardyce, yeah. Of you um, then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I read an interesting fact about Allardyce uh, before, sort of in the same bracket. Uh, he's won once 
at Anfield in 25 years, so there's another reason he'd fit in. I think that's about <laughs> what we've done, isn't it? Is that true? He's got. Uh, well, I think so. I read it. I did. I'll be honest with you. I didn't have much. Yeah, he is. Integrity. I didn't go and look it up, but it was. Uh, well, it made me smile anyway. Jesus, he's got a worse. He's got a worse fucking record there than us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So he's clearly nailed on for it. Yeah. Yeah. But the, that bracket, that bracket of manager, though. Yeah, I can't see the attraction. Especially when things get, de- get things get desperate. I mean, Sean Dyche. Let's be let's be honest. He has done an outrageous job at Burnley, oh, yeah. a club like Burnley, to get them to where they are. I mean, I don't think he's spent very much. Um, he, he, he talk about going back to basics. I mean, he would have to work with this squad for for the next couple of months, and it'd be interesting to see mm-hmm. what he could do there. I think that the issue with Dice is I think that we would be very, again, we the fan base is very volatile at the moment. And someone like him wouldn't, because he wouldn't be everybody's first choice. There's not many Evertonians out there who want him. So if he came in and, you know, things were still going south, I can imagine that that would just get quite toxic quite quickly. Do you agree? Yeah. I think if things go south, it, anybody would go quite toxic quite quickly, I don't think it would matter whether it was top class manager or someone you'd never heard of. I think if we were still in the bottom three at Christmas, I think whoever it is would have the fans on the back. Uh, rightly so, in some respects. Um, but I think it could go really nasty really quickly. I just think the time frames are different, Dave. I think with Dice he would get less time than a Marco Silva. Because he was a big name. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah, People because be a bit because more he's patient because of the reputations that have gone before. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, it is a cliche, but we do have these kind of ideas about British managers and and continental married managers, and I think that mm-hmm. we do see them in a different light you know we, we we laugh at people like Paul Merson and stuff who talk about the lack of um, sometimes respect that British managers get and. You know what, mate? I, 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 Merson talks a lot of nonsense, but he, he, he is onto something there, Dave. I don't, you know, you might not agree with me, but I do think that we do kind of turn our nose up at the likes of Sean Dyche, and we do look at sexy Marco Silva with his, you know, his lovely coat and his fancy surname, you know, and 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 that elusiveness and that kind of, you know, like the, the Pochettino kind of haven't quite worked this fella out yet. You know, yeah. I, it's something a bit glamorous about it. It's understandable because they. You know, it's it's just the unknown, isn't it? You know, Marco Silva is is he Portuguese Silva? I can't quite remember. But uh, I don't know off the top of my head. No, but you know, you you do see what I'm alluding to here, don't you? Whereas uh, yeah, Dice yeah, is Dice taught you PE. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I've got I've, that's a Barton. Yeah. That was a that was something that Barton yeah, said no, about yeah, Unsworth. Yeah, yeah, I I, mean, I say it in jest. Yeah, yeah, steady on, Joey. No, I said it in yeah. jest, and I, you know, I generally do have a, quite a bit of respect for Sean Dice. I think he's a he's a good manager. Um, but you know what I'm saying, don't you? Yeah, I do get what you mean entirely. I mean, look, we had a British manager for 11 years, not so long ago, and he had a solid at the back. Um, for, for you know, just glossing over what he did when he left, uh, just just for a moment, we were hard to beat when we had noise, you know, and that's what. Well, that's what your stereotypical British manager is, isn't it? You know, your Allardyces, your Dices, your um, Mark Pulis. Um, and P- yeah, look at Pulis as TP. well. Yeah. It's, uh, 
yeah. If um, things get that bad, mate, then I'm not he... sure. Like the road that we're going down on this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's no, let's no. let's let's um let's just veer off then towards the fancy <laughs> road again. So Marco Silva's five to one. Now again, mm. Watford fans are giving it the old. Uh, why would he want to leave Watford for Everton again? Because Everton's a far bigger club. You gang of. Yeah. Fucking idiots. So anyway, Marco Silva. <laughs> what, what do you think? You you you, you coming around to him, Dave? Yeah, if we got him, great. Uh, I don't know what to make of any of the candidates. Some of them I'm looking at thinking, yeah, you'd be all right, and some of them I'm looking at think, yeah, we play really fancy football, but we'll do win games. Need a winning manager. Um, I fancy football winning as anything at the moment. We need to be solid at the back. And I'm being very close to sounding like somebody who would have money back here. I wouldn't, not just yet. But we need to. Uh, it comes back to Allardyce again, doesn't it? You know, I'm sounding like Sam Allardyce's biggest fan here, and I'm really not. <laughs> I don't want listeners to get the wrong idea. I'm not his biggest fan at all. Um, however, what he said on the telly was spot on. Mm. He, he, he had the measure of our, our squad really giving goals away not scoring the other end fix one problem you fix another quite how we'd fix that without a striker I don't know but at least he could maybe get halfway there um, well he's so been in he's know. been in similar positions though hasn't he mate at Sunderland and at Palace where he yeah. got to Christmas and then he had I think he did it with Ben Tecker. he definitely did it with Defoe where he went out and he got that centre forward so he showed everything at yeah. the back it got to January then he went right okay now I go out and get a centre forward and that's what he was talking mm-hmm. about he said it'd be exceptionally mm-hmm. hard for Everton because they're harder to find now the centre forwards you know what I mean the good yeah. ones that you need but you know if you if you can show things up at the back then uh, you know and you can find a goal scorer or even just somebody who just put the net put the ball in the net once every two three games you know, which is not a bad return, yeah. I suppose, for any for most normal strikers. Then, you know, you, you'll be okay. And I think that's what we're all clambering towards now. We just want to be okay. And then, if we can get this season, it's, it's horrible talking about the season already in November like this, especially yeah. the, the way we came into it. But if we can, you know, just get out of this mess, look, get finish respectably, and then we can, Mashiri can reassess everything again in the in the summer. Yeah, yeah, I agree completely. Yeah, mm. but it it feels like the the season's written off already, doesn't it? You know, just just get us safe, which is <laughs> it 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 it's it just now bringing you down, doesn't it? And you know, we're still I mean, we're still a day away from November, and we're already talking like that. Like you said, it's uh, I don't know. Again, that's the minute again, isn't it? It is, mate. It is, mate. There's a few. Uh, there's a few outsiders that are quite humorous now. Um, obviously, Carlo Ancelotti is at twenty-five to one. Lewis Van Gaal thirty-three to one. Eddie Howe hardly been mentioned, but an Evertonian. Well, oh, I was going to say, yeah, he's not been mentioned at all, has he? You know, well, he has last week, but he seemed to. What did he say his odds were? Thirty-three to one. Yeah, you see, he's an Evertonian. He's done well with Bournemouth, and everybody seems to have forgotten about him. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, right, mate. Anyway, uh, you, your signal hasn't been very good tonight, so uh, we'll um, we'll leave it we'll leave it here. Yeah, you, no, next no. time you're gonna have to go and literally sit next to the. Uh, I'll sit next to the Wi-Fi box. To the Wi-Fi, yeah, mate. Um, you're gonna have to do that next time. But uh, yeah, I, I, well, there was no way we could make this um, 
we could make this this podcast the happy upbeat affair that, that mm, they yeah. should always be. But again, we do do a podcast on Everton, so you know. Um, Pick it, yeah, beggars can't be choosers, can they? No, they can't, mate. Uh, but uh, if any of you haven't seen it yet, we haven't done much kind of syndication, or we haven't we haven't tried to push it out too much yet. I think that's going to happen this week. Obviously, last week was a busy week, but the interview with Gareth Farrelly is up on the on the YouTube channel. So get over to YouTube and type in Grand Old Team, and you will find our channel. Remember to subscribe. Remember to uh, like the podcast as well, and follow it on uh, wherever you need to, and leave it a review if you can as well. And also let us know if you're listening because it's good to know if people are actually listening. Um, so it's good to get some feedback as well, and we'll hopefully do a little bit more with it in the future. So yeah. Okay, anyway, thanks for listening to Grand Old Team and we'll see you again next time.